Bern's cathedral is capped with a 330-foot-tall tower, the highest in Switzerland. While it was built as a Catholic church, later in the 16th century with the Reformation, it became Protestant. That's why it's so sparsely decorated. The Swiss Protestants were iconoclasts. They considered statues of saints and Catholic art to be false idols, distractions from God, and destroyed them. This church was originally adorned with 26 different little chapels and altars, each dedicated to a different saint or the Virgin Mary. When the Reformation came to town in 1528, all that was swept away. The focus was shifted away from images and to the pulpit, from where Protestant preachers shared the word of God, not in Latin, but in the people's language. Browsing through this barren place of worship, you can sense the effectiveness of one man preaching from the pulpit to an undistracted congregation. Climbing the spire, you'll see Protestants had absolutely no problem with great bells. This is the biggest bell of Switzerland, and it's over 10 tons. And we are also very proud that we have the highest tower of Switzerland. It's over 100 meters. Exactly 101 meter. Art lovers enjoy Bern's Paul Clay Center. With its wavy building mirroring the wavy landscape, Italian architect Renzo Piano's building celebrates the creative spirit of the Swiss-born artist Paul Clay. While famous as a painter, Clay embraced all forms of creative expression. The center, which fosters music and theater as well as the visual arts, has a mission, to bring art to the people. A generous zone is devoted to a children's workshop. Kids love Paul Clay, and kids always teach the art snobs a thing or two with their interpretations. The shadow theater sparks young imaginations. Artistically, you just can't put Clay in a box. His paintings, mostly from the 1920s and 30s, are playful yet enigmatic. Audio guides let you enjoy Clay's favorite music as you wander through his paintings. He experimented in pointeism, as you see in Ad Parnassum. His art is full of symbolism, or maybe we just think so. Insula Dulcimara. Literally, Bittersweet Island is a good example of Clay's abstract hieroglyph style. It's a puzzle. He pairs opposites, man, woman, air, water. It's 1938. Is that a submarine on the horizon evoking the rise of fascism? Perhaps the black figures are death in a spring-like landscape which is eternal. And when the sun comes out, it seems everyone's heading for the banks of the Ara River. The Riverside Park is a lively playground. The Bernese, proud of their very clean river and their basic ruddiness, have a tradition, sort of a wet paseo. On summer days, they hike upstream, then float back into town. something to write home about, join the locals and the trout in a float down the river. 